Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, oh man, we're on the monorail. I cannot wait to ride the Matterhorn. I got so my, fun. yeah, it's so much fun. I got my C ticket right over here. You don't need a C ticket. You what? need a, a B ticket. Are you guys, sure? Guys, it's an intense, fun ride. It's an E ticket, obviously. Welcome to episode 89 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today we will be giving the his on the Matterhorn bobsleds. So uh, Alex and I haven't been on it. You know, no. I've watched uh, a video uh, a couple times. And Jen, though, you've been on it, right? Yes. And so can you tell us a little bit about it and your experiences on it? Well, and I, I have my memories funny having to do with it. Um, but it's... um. It's it's a steel. It's kind of like a dated version of Everest. I mean, that would be the simplest way to describe right. it, right? Um, you know, because there is a there's the abominable snowman or Yeti. I'm not sure which one what they call it in there. Um, so it's definitely you can tell. You know, it feels like it's from the '60s kind of vibe when you ride it. It mm -hmm. is rough. Mm -hmm. I do know that because after writing it the first couple of times, I think I skipped it the last time just because, you know, it's a little shaky. Mm -hmm. So, but it's a wildly popular ride. It's usually one of the ones that has a little bit of a longer wait. I do not believe it had a fast pass. Maybe. I think actually last time we were there, it was closed because I'm, I'm like wondering why at least the kids didn't ride it. But mm -hmm. I think it was like down for refurbishment or something. Uh, is it from my from looking at it, you know, uh, and watching the videos, it kind of reminds me of Space Mountain a little bit, especially the one here at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, it's a similar because you're sitting in front of each other kind of thing. So it's a similar ride like that. Um, it's just a matter of if you're going to sit. It's almost kind of like, have you ever been on? Probably not. Um, the ride where you're kind of stacked in one in front of another. Um, not Space Mountain, like where you have individual seats, because the Matterhorn has it where you can sit two people and then there's a divider and another two people. So it's almost it's like the rockets, the rockets like that. Have you been on those? An right? Astro Orbiter? Yeah, it's okay. like that. It's not like that. So anymore. What's, what's not like that? anymore? It's not like that anymore. Matterhorn? Yeah, the, the vehicles have changed. Oh, really? Oh. Mm -hmm. And, and okay. you know, and that, that's well, then one I'm of, dated. Yeah, and that's one of the things about Matterhorn, from what I can tell. I mean, that Yeti that's there, mm -hmm. that wasn't the original animatronic, was it? No. Yeah, because it looks looks really cool. I mean, I I was looking up photos to post for next week, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I don't understand why don't they put that animatronic over here in Everest? I mean, it looks all right. They should put it somewhere. They could leave the one inside and add another one somewhere else. Yeah, like uh, you know, the Yeti that's in Everest had like a little baby Yeti. And just add him to it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think that I mean the ride. I mean they're updating it, right? So yeah. obviously it's still it's like Jen sounds like it's very popular still, yes. right, yes. Jen? Yeah. Uh, well, I I wonder if it was closed last time we were there, and that's what they were doing. We're doing some mm. of the ride um, updates because clearly I haven't been on it in a while. If I'm thinking the seating is like the way it used to be, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. So interesting. Yeah, and uh, from like this, some some of the research I was doing and some of the pictures I saw, it's really. It's really cool because there's it looks like there's other things around it. Yeah. Almost in a way. Like I think twenty thousand leagues other than under the seas like right there. Yep. Am I correct, Jen? It is. Well, it's not twenty thousand anymore. It's oh. Nemo. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Nemo. Yeah. Nemo submarine voyage. It's all pretty well, Disneyland in it's itself, it's very um everything's really packed in there. You know, for the amount of rides that it has and the space that it has, mm -hmm. it's um you know, you just you walk off of one a ride, and the entrance to the next one is right there. Yeah, it's not like you have to plan ahead. And you know, you're like, oh, you know, I got to go ahead. Like, if you're in Tomorrowland over here at Magic Kingdom, you have to take, you have to really consider like 20 minutes to walk to the other side of the park. Right. You know, uh, especially with like people, you know, in traffic and stuff like that. It doesn't mm -hmm. seem like that at Disneyland. Mm -hmm. No, definitely more compact for sure. What, what, so, Jen, because you know you've been to both, right? What can you compare? Let's say. Uh, Magic Kingdom, right? Let's say I'm going from, uh, you know, I'm going from the um, Carousel of Progress over to Splash Mountain, right? Th that's a pretty far walk. How can you compare that to Disneyland? Like, 
It's probably a shorter walk. The thing is, I believe it or not, just because there's offshoots and, and things like that, I don't know my way around Disneyland 100% like I do here. It's not a complete and total spoke because, you know, there's Mickey's Toontown is kind of off to one side. Um, I mean, it's roughly in a circle. Um, it would probably still take you as long only because of the crabs. Okay. Because and there are some areas that are super, super congested at Disneyland and there is no way around it. Like in front of Pirates, um, that's pretty bad you know there's a couple of like bottlenecks in um like adventure land kind of thing so crowd wise maybe the same time distance definitely not as much it's probably like if you go to an older town how the roads are tighter yeah mm-hmm. and then now and then you learn from your mistakes so disney world the roads are probably the aisles are probably aisles the walkways are probably a lot wider yeah. Mm-hmm. okay yeah, because when I was looking at the photos of Matterhorn, it seems like there's a couple of definitely close, really mm-hmm. close by attractions. Yeah. Well, it's right by the storybook boats, the the monster, the whale entrance and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty close to that. Yeah. So, hey, Jen, so you want to go ahead and give it a rating? I'd give it a seven. Oh, um, nice. Not my favorite roller coaster, only just because, like I said, the bumps and, and you know, the jostling around. But now knowing now that Alex is saying that they've made some improvements to it, I definitely will give it another try next time we're out there. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, well, so I know that you weren't on our Space Mountain episode, right? So what would you rate it? What, what would you rate Space Mountain? Ooh, which Space Mountain? Because I would rate Disneyland Space Mountain higher than I would rate Disney World Space Mountain. Give us both ratings for both. I'm just trying to get a comparison. You know, it's a very, I think that's very similar, like, uh, style to the Matterhorn. So So I'm just trying to see. I would rate Disneyland Space Mountain a nine. I would rate Disney World Space Mountain an eight. And then I would give Matterhorn a seven. Okay. Okay. Sounds cool. Awesome. Let's get to the his on Matterhorn bobsleds. Welcome to a most exciting adventure. A breathtaking bobsled ride down the icy slopes of the majestic Matterhorn. The Matterhorn Bobsleds is a steel roller coaster with a pair of intertwining tracks at Disneyland in Anaheim, California. This intense coaster opened on June 14, 1959, four years after the opening of Disneyland. Since then, there have been some changes made to the coaster, but it rides the same as it did all those years ago. A mountain built inside an amusement park was a crazy idea that only the amazing Walt could come up with himself. So here's a funny about that. So I moved down here in 1988. I was almost nine. Ooh, 1988 and is a great year. <laughs> so when we were getting ready to come down here just to kind of get us excited, my mom had got both my brother and I, these coloring books about Disney. Cause of course, you know, this is what we're thinking about is we're moving to, you know, Mickey mouse and everything. Yeah. yeah. And so in that coloring book, there is a picture of the Matterhorn to color, which is funny in itself because it's just gray and white, but you know, it was all <laughs> the different attractions and things like that. And so I was very, very, very confused when we got here and we went to Disney world and there is no mountain with snow on it oh yeah Mm -hmm. well uh i i I, because i can say i think some people are still kind of confused between like disneyland and disney world if you're not a big disney person for sure i know like like yours like she's saying when she first moved down here yeah it was she was it was she was confused and so me too like i was confused also yeah so the way i think about it is this disney world's a lot bigger world's bigger than land Mm -hmm. and so disney world's bigger than disneyland um, but you know, I'm not sure if you guys watched on Disney Plus. Did you guys watch that one of the episodes? Sure did. What, what's the name of that episode? Uh, it was okay. episode two. But what's the name of the is the Imagineering. Disney Imagineering? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they kind of talked about a little bit about the Matterhorn. Yeah, so much so that I thought we did the history on it already. Oh, I was really? Like, Why did I do all this research on Matterhorn? Like I had it in my head. <laughs> uh-huh. I was like, what? And I was like, oh, we watched the episode of Imagineering. It was on there. And I actually watched, rewatched that episode. Oh, you did? Yeah. So I definitely recommend checking that episode out. Oh, did, yeah. ep- episode that two, whole right? series is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. Uh, it's really cool to kind of see some of that history and some of the like, some of the things that would probably not fly now. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. Didn't it have the guy, was it the guy that was getting ready to retire in that episode and he was looking back on stuff in the Matterhorn or is that, am I mixing that up with something else? Because I know I've seen it. He, Bob Gurr? Was it Bob Gurr? Maybe. Maybe it was. Because he it was, was on recent. it for Matterhorn. 
And he also, uh, there's like a little basketball hoop that's inside the uh, Yes, the okay, so I did see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. I definitely recommend if you haven't already, go watch that. Especially if you're listening right now and we're doing History in the Matterhorn, go watch that episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you like history about Disney, watch it. <laughs> yeah. While constructing Sleeping Beauty's castle, the dirt moved from the location for the building was piled up between Fantasyland and Tomorrowland. This large mound was nicknamed Holiday Hill. But Walt decided to add some fake snow and some toboggans and rename it Snow Hill. This hill was intended as a picnic area. In 1956, during some future planning, Walt described his future ideas as a monorail, a submarine attraction, a skyway, and some sort of mountain sled ride. Walt even one day sat atop the Snow Hill and told Pete Crimmings and Ron Dominguez that he planned on building a big mountain with a skyway running through the middle. The mountain will have a ride that runs around and through. In 1958, Walt traveled to Matter Valley, Switzerland, where the Disney crew was filming Third Man on the Mountain. It is here that Walt saw the beauty of Matterhorn Mountain, a mountain in the Alps on the border of Switzerland and Italy. Walt then mailed a postcard to WED Enterprises engineer Vic Green. On the postcard, he wrote, Vic, build this. (laughs) Vic, build it now. (laughs) That's pretty cool. So, yeah. but can you just appreciate the wackiness, but yet the, um, the wackiness, the creativeness of like how Walt Disney's mind worked that just something inspired him. And he had such faith in his, you know, close knit crew that he's like, you guys can make this happen. Like not even doubting him, just like build this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely really cool. It's something I can never do. I could be never be like. This crazy idea I just came up with, I think it's possible. Like, I would just be like, no, that's a crazy idea. I'm not even going to say it. Like, I don't have that in my body to do that. Yeah. Joe, you're like that. You'll say crazy ideas. I do have crazy ideas. <laughs> you just don't have the crew to finish it. Do it. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, there there is something very magical of snow on on a mountain, I think. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, especially like, for example, like, Jen, when we went to Alaska, that was cool seeing snow on mountains. Oh, totally. Yeah. Just because it's so out of our element. Yeah, yeah that's true. It's, it's very true. Uh, but it's also, I guess I guess you're right. It's very out of our element for us. You know, even though I've seen snow before and I grew up in snow in New York, right. you know, but it's still really cool and I still love seeing snow. Uh, but like whenever you see Niels and he's posting pictures of Disneyland Paris and you see Thunder Mountain and it's like covered in snow, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's definitely really pretty, I think. The mountain helped bring together two ideas, a toboggan-style ride and a bobsled coaster. The coaster became a must-have when new Boardwalk Mouse-style coasters got the attention of Disneyland executives. The Matterhorn was developed by Aero Development, who also designed classics like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, and many more. The mountain was of course based on Matterhorn Mountain, but the coaster design drawing was drawn by Carl W. Bacon co-founder of Aero Development, who helped create new ride categories like flumes, spinning teacups, and flying saucers. The Matterhorn, when it was built, was the tallest standing structure in Orange County, standing at 147 feet, or 44.8 meters. It is exactly 100 times shorter than the real Matterhorn Mountain, and the first of many Disney mountains. The $1,500,000 attraction started with a steel infrastructure covered with enough lumber to build 253-bedroom homes, all surrounded by man-made rock. Imagineers even used forced perspective to make the mountain look taller than it was, making trees at higher altitudes smaller. The intertwining tracks sped you around and through the mountain, reaching 27 miles per hour. The two tracks were named Fancyland Track, 2,172 feet long, and Tomorrowland Track, 2,068 feet long. They were named this way since the mountain stood on the border of the two lands. During early test runs, hay was used to slow down the bobsleds as they reached the end of the ride. This was later changed during development to a pool of water, which became Glacier Lake, producing the iconic bobsled splashdown. That is a cool part of the ride at the very end when you kind of like you, you just barely, it just barely like skims the water and it kind of makes the splash more pronounced than what it is, but it is a cool effect of it. Do you get wet? No. I can't believe they I can't believe they built something that was taller than anything else in the county. Like they, he was like, build me a mountain and they built it. And they're like, wow, this thing's really tall. Yeah, it's pretty awesome <laughs> for sure. 
So, you know, once again, Disney uses magic to, it's pretty much magic, right? You, when you hear about Disney magic, illusion. this is straight up illusion. Exactly, right? <laughs> and he the did it right. perspective. I know, man. It's crazy. And he, they're using it everywhere. And it's really makes makes you think, right? And this, this is the reason why when I did the spotlight with Sean Farquhar, mm-hmm. you know, this is why he loves Disney so much because there's so much magic involved, yeah. right? When you're walking down Main Street and you see, you know, Cinderella's Castle, it looks huge because of the perspective. You know, when you're walking down Main Street and they're like pumping out smells of like cookies and stuff like that. I mean, it's all magic and they're making everything seem almost uh, they're, they're they're enhancing your senses. Right. And uh, it's pretty cool. Once completed, the Matterhorn bobsled were the first tubular steel continuous track coaster in the world. The first thrill ride in Disney and the first roller coaster with multiple cars on the same track. It also featured four waterfalls, the tallest being 80 feet high. The newly built Skyway carried guests between Tomorrowland and Fantasyland and amazingly traveled directly through the mountain. The original bobsled ride vehicle was a cozy fit. It had two single-file seats but held four people. Imagineering legend Bob Gurr designed the realistic-looking bobsled ride vehicles. The bobsleds were single-car containing two two two-person seats for a total of four guests per bobsled. The back guest's legs laid on the outside of the front guest. In 1978, they modified the bobsleds so two cars were attached, making the ride faster. This is the same year they added more man-made rock to disguise the open tracks. Matterhorn bobsleds opened on June 4, 1959 in Tomorrowland. That 1959 summer introduced other attractions like Submarine Voyage, Motorboat Cruise, Autopia Freeway, Monorail, and Skyway. There was even an ABC television special, Disneyland 59, showing the new wonders of the park, and estimated 90 million viewers tuned in. Sounds like it was a big year. Yeah. Why do you think it was a big year? Well, if it opened in 55, and, you know, you definitely are riding a wave of success and revenue, just because of the popularity of the park, you start getting more and more innovative. And... um start building bigger things at least that's what i would think yeah and they're probably getting ready to you know this is i would think that they're starting to kind of think of disney world right when 65 is when they announced disney world here in orlando yeah and so uh i'm thinking that they are kind of pushing the limits maybe and trying to make it the park new so people are like oh you know like they want to come back I, i mean Oh, yeah, always. Well, always want to add yeah. new things. And he always had grand ideas he has to make. And you can't, you know, putting together a park by itself was expensive. You can't build a mountain. You don't have enough money for it. So open the park, have some money, make a mountain, make some other cool things. This uh, summer of 59, I mean, he said he wanted a, a monorail and a skyway and a mountain. And he ended up getting all three of those things as well as a submarine ride. So he really got what he wanted out of the ride. Think about a monorail today, right? Mm-hmm. Like going on a monorail, it's still cool. Yeah. Like it's still futuristic. Mm-hmm. Imagine it back then, before 1960, riding a monorail. Like I feel like that would be mind blowing. Oh, yeah. Because it's still about- futuristic well, now. I mean, a lot of the stuff, it's just, it's just crazy. You know, the thing that some of the things, even a lot of the things that they still have at Disney still holds up today, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like some of these animatronics, like the, uh, you know, the, like the witch over at um, the great movie ride. I mean, they are reusing that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not, we, of course, there's rumors it's over here or over there, you know. But they're, that's that was an old ride, and they're reusing that animatronic, and it's right. still that. I mean, it's so good, they're using it, and it's holding up today, you know. Yeah. He, was just so, he was just so ahead of his time. I think that who is even more or just as much a, ahead of their time is Stanley. I think he was so ahead oh, of his yeah. time, Stanley. There's a lot of things that he was do, doing, you know. And having uh, he made it cool to be he made it cool to be different, mm-hmm. and um, I mean Walt Stanley, just legends, man, iconic. They changed the world. I feel like they would have been really good friends if they were in their prime around the same time. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, completely. I was looking up right now. I'm trying to figure out because I just the other day, um, the witch was brought up to me that it was somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Is it in Galaxy's Edge? Hang on, because I know this. Is it yes. Kylo Ren? Because that animatronic is kind of. Oh, you talking about? You talking about for the the witch? Yeah, it was only rumored. But which one was it? I think they were said it was uh, Red from Pirates. 
That was one of Maybe the rumors. Was, no, no, because I was just at studios and it was at studios. For sure they know it? That was my source that was telling me. Let me think for a minute. It's a pretty good source. He's a good source. I have to go ask real quick. Well, I can. Technology is great. <laughs> I thought it was red. That was one of the rumors, at least. Listen, it's like it's like being on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, right? Use that lifeline. I am. Um, I thought it had something to do with studios, like it was the guy. What is his name? Hondo or something? No, oh, that's from a really good animatronic. Well, I mean, the witch is really good, man. And the red's really good. It was really good. He said he's pretty sure it's red. Yeah. And of course, it's like this rumored, of course. But uh, it's just crazy to think that that animatronic's still holding up because that's a really good animatronic. I mean, just think about all the pirate animatronics, how good they are. Yeah. I mean, they're really not that bad. They've been updated, right? I don't know, man. I don't know. In 1971, when the park printed new pamphlets, the Matterhorn bobsled changed from Tomorrowland to Fantasyland and has stayed that way since. During the 1973 refurbishment, they added the Bonnell Snowman. There are three audio-animatronic figures. One is viewed by both tracks, while the other two are viewed by one track each. Each track got glowing red eyes added, right after Lift Hill, while a roar is heard. In 1994, a large change was made to the mountain. The Skyway was closed due to expensive upkeep and safety precautions. This change caused the holes in the mountain to be partially filled in. There were also glimmering crystals put inside the grotto. In 2012, the auto animatronics were updated, as well as the bobsleds being modified. The bobsleds were converted to a single-seat configuration, with headrests for each guest. This changed the ride vehicles from carrying 8 guests to 6. These new ride vehicles changed the height requirement from 35 to 42 inches. The mountain was also repainted to look more realistic. The paint used for the snow had glass beads mixed in, giving it a shine when the sunlight hit it. In 2015, the special effects and animatronics received another update ahead of the park's 60th anniversary. On the lift hill, a projection of the Bonneville Snowman is visible through a sheet of ice. In the latest update in 2018, the line queue was configured to accommodate more guests, and the ride vehicles received cushions to make the ride comfortable. Oh, there you go. So maybe now the ride would be more comfortable for you, Jen. So in looking at this and thinking, dang... So we've taken our kids to Disneyland twice. And then I went a couple of times with my husband before kids. Uh So that means that I have not been on this since before 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So uh, because I just remembered the, you know, the double seat kind of thing. So and I probably avoided it just because of the fact that it was so rocky. So, yeah, now I'm kind of excited to try it again. Yeah. It's kind of cool that they're just constantly doing these updates to the ride. Yeah, it's a lot of updates. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like from what Jen was saying earlier that it's, uh, you know, kind of popular. So why not oh, update yeah. them? It's, still, update it's it. still one of the biggest. Definitely popular and almost one of those things where we've had discussions in our household of, you know, when Disneyland opens, social distancing lines take up a lot more space. And that's just not something that they have at Disneyland. And that could be um, a contributing factor to the amount that they let into that park initially, um, what they're going to do, because, you know, we envision they're going to have to do some of the similar things that they're doing out here at Disney World. So but how do you do that when you have such limited space? Because as it stands now, when that line gets really long, it does spill out into the walkway. So it's just not a big queue. I think the monorail goes through a little part of it. I'm pretty sure. It kind of, it kind of. I don't think so. No, I don't I'm think so. I'm trying to. I can't remember. If it goes right next to it or something like that, because it's right there. I mean, in my picture, you can see because I have almost the identical picture I took myself. I just can't remember what. I, I'm not sure if you got. I don't think I've ever mentioned this in the podcast. I'm, I probably have, but I'm a huge. Abominable Snowman fan. Like, I love Bigfoot. I know you love Bigfoot. I yeah. love uh, Abominable Snowman. You know, I love it all. Um, it's funny because I'm trying to get my son into it a little bit. And he's like, so he's like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? I go, I guarantee they're not going to find anything. Even though I, mean, I know it's not, <laughs> I don't think it's real. You know, possibility, of course, it could be, you know. But I uh, I just like watching those type of shows. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm, I, I love, uh, that's one of the reasons why I can't wait to ride this ride is because of Abominable Snowman. Yeah. Is this going to be one of those things where we, you and Nick are going to go off in the woods together and sit in a tree stand in Georgia trying to find a uh, Bigfoot. Yeah, right. Can you imagine Nick in a, in, out there? 
Well, maybe when he gets I can't older. imagine you uh, out there. Well, I would, yeah, sure. I don't like really going out in the woods very much. <laughs> you and Nick in a tree stand at night in the dark. Yeah, sure. Try again. Try again. <laughs> yeah. But nothing ever happens to them. Like, nothing ever happens to people on the show. Really? No, they try to make you think that there is. You I know. And then there's a commercial break. Yeah, yeah. And nothing ever happens. Like, it's like, Nick's I know like, nothing what's going to happen? Something going to come, something gonna come out on him? If come they found out, out, I think it'd be in the news. I remember one time <laughs> it was in the news, like something was coming out. And it was like on CNN. Uh, and then one of the reporters, I heard him in the background. It's like, are we really covering this? <laughs> <laughs> Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. In 1995, Disneyland added a tribute to Frank Wells, the accomplished mountain climber and highly respected president of the Walt Disney Company, who died in a helicopter accident the year prior. Starting with the 1961 holiday season, a revolving star stood atop the Matterhorn, which was then removed in 1973. The engines that run the bobsled conveyor are housed inside the upper section of the Matterhorn. Someone put a hoop up there that still stands today. At one point, Disney had climbers who would scale the mountain daily. A total of three worked at one time. The abominable snowman inside the Matterhorn Mountain is named Harold. We here at Diz His agree that Matterhorn Bobsleds is a classic Disney ride. It laid the groundwork for future large-scale builds. And of course, Walt was the one who envisioned such a monumental concept. Not all of us have been on it, and we hope to change that sometime in the near future. For the month of February, we'll donate any money received from new Patreons to Give Kids the World. Give Kids the World is a nonprofit organization out of Kissimmee, Florida. They provide week-long cost-free vacations to critically ill children and their families from around the world to visit their whimsical resort with unique entertainment attractions, venues, and fun activities for children of all abilities. From Monday, February 1st till Sunday, February 28th, if you join any of our tiers, Pixie Dust at $2, Mouseketeer at $5, or Imagineer at $10, that money for the month of February will be donated. Mouseketeers and Imagineers will also get to join other Disney fans in our Discord server, which is always lively with Disney-themed conversations. You will also be able to watch our live recordings of the podcasts, as well as get cutting room floor tracks. It's a win-win. You get more Disney content as well as donate to a great cause. Just head over to patreon.com slash 65 That's patreon.com forward slash D-I-Z-H-I-Z 65 to donate this month. Memory. Memory. Memories. Okay, so we're going to go and do memories, and we don't have any memories of it, but Jen, no. you sounded like you have a pretty good memory. Is that correct? So it's just something that's funny because I I'm, haven't always been like fearless when it comes to coasters. So we went, the first time we went to Disneyland, we, my husband and I, you know, Matterhorn is new. And I mean, I've been on the things at Disney World, but I didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And so they gave us the option to sit, you know, the two of us together in one seat or, you know, one and one just kind of spread out a little more. And I was a little kind of freaked out because I thought, oh, well, if we sit one and one, I have the, you know, potential to move around and wiggle and you mm -hmm. know, what if I fall out kind of thing. So I made him sit with me. And we are not the smallest people. And so they shoved us in there like sardines. Like we barely made it in there to the point where, yeah, no, we did not move. <laughs> However, I was a little afraid that they were not going to be able to get us out of there <laughs> because we were in there so tight. So what happened? Like, are you guys able, are you guys, are you stuck in there right now? Recording? Yeah, from we're stuck. Where I'm recording live from the monorail 20 years later <laughs> or from the Matterhorn 20 years later. I can't imagine going on that ride the way it was set up originally. Just, uh, yeah, unless you have like a spouse or a girlfriend or something to go with. I, I wouldn't definitely a uh, weird style to set up people having to sit right next behind somebody. Well, I feel I feel like it was almost meant for like, you know, mom and kid, dad and kid kind of. Right. Thing. Yeah, probably. Well, I can tell you when I wrote Space Mountain, uh -huh. I mean, my legs, I was a little squished. Yeah. No, for that's sure. not made for people taller than six foot. Yeah. My, yeah. And I got really long legs. So I was kind of, I remember sitting in there, I was kind of like scrunched up yeah. a little bit. I scrunched myself up too because, I don't know, it just feels like I need to and I don't. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I felt like I didn't I didn't feel that way. People always say like when you're on Space Mountain, you feel like. Yeah, you know, it's get, so like, weird to feel that way. 
No, I didn't feel that way. Oh, so weird. Because I feel like that way. I think it's because my adrenaline was going so high. I can see in the dark. <laughs> you got a little light vision for some reason? Yeah. <laughs> what are you, an elf? Maybe. Ever roll out of bed and feel like being a little bad? Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company has you covered with their Villain Wax Melt line. The Sea Hag Melt will have you wanting to use that body language like Ursula with its bouquet of roses, lily, lilacs, and sweet violets with undernotes of musk. If you feel like you're going to have a meltdown like Hades, throw in the Wax Melt Ruler of the Underworld, which will fill your home with smells of lavender, rosemary, lemon verbena, cinnamon, coriander, leather, amber, and hints of smoke. Or, if you just feel like you are just the evilest one of all, get yourself the Mistress of Evil Melt. These Maleficent-inspired melts will release a woodsy scent with its crisp pine needles, white fir, clove, patchouli, oak, and sugar pine. No matter how you're feeling, make sure to visit MagicallyScented.com to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by three cheeky chicks. There are plenty of holiday sales that will allow you to buy any smell that fits your attitude. That's three cheeky chicks at MagicallyScented.com. Ah, Jiminy Cricket! Can you match the ticket? Welcome to Jiminy Cricket, Can You Match the Ticket? The game show taking over Diz His. Today we're going to be guessing which Disneyland rides used which e-tickets. Now let's quit fooling around and get to the point. That's good, man. I like that a lot, actually. So today we're going to be guessing which Disneyland rides used which e-tickets. So in just case you don't know what an e-ticket is, in 1955, Disneyland started using a ticketing system using the tiers of A, B, and C. In 1959, they extended this tier list to A, B, C, D, and E. The more fun or more intense attractions were classified as E, and the less desirable attractions were A. You could purchase a ticket individually. In 1972, an A ticket cost 10 cents. A B ticket cost 25 cents. An E ticket would cost 85 cents for adults and 75 cents for children. You could purchase a booklet of 10 or 15. These were purchased after a general emissions ticket was bought. The booklet of 10 was $4.95, and the booklet of 15 was five ninety five. So I have a list here of rides, and what it is is you guys will be guessing which ticket tier would go along with it. This is all from a list in nineteen seventy two. All okay. right. Okay. So what we'll do is I'll go. I'll have Jen go first, and then we'll just go back and forth to who goes first. Okay. Okay. Um, could you take a score for me, Joe? Yeah. So do a little pad there. Okay. So Jen will guess first on which tier. I won't tell her the. I guess I won't tell her the answer until you guess as well. All right. Okay. So you again, remember you have A, B, C, D, and E. E most intense. A is less intense or less desirable. Were they A, B, C, uh, E? A, A, B, C, D, and E. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the first one is horseless carriage. That's the ride or attraction. So Jen, which tier ticket do you think would you need for that ride or attraction? I'm gonna go with B. Okay. And Joe? Okay, I'm gonna go with C. All right. So that is an A tier <laughs> less desirable <laughs> so neither you get a point okay that's basically the cars right that we're going around yeah Main street yeah <laughs> okay. okay so peter pan flight very popular ride still today right which tier do you think that would be joe peter pan's flight uh-huh uh i'm gonna say e an e yeah okay jen i'm gonna go with d okay it is a c <laughs> what it's a c attraction yeah i don't know Alice in Wonderland ride. Uh, Jen. Oh, hold on, yes. hold on one second. Hold on. Yes. I was, so you know, E is that means most desirable, right? Most desirable, yes. Right. Yeah. So I'm so interested to know, like Peter Pan right now. Well, that'd be like E ticket, right? No, because it's not intense or anything. I know, man. But like, he's e- talking about based on the crowds. Yeah, but I, I think it's it was, like desirable. It is desire. It is desirable, but it's also based on. Uh, I think it's also the based on factor, the thrill probably. factor, and probably. Um, maybe how much, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know how they classify okay, it, okay. but you'll, you'll start to get it as a okay. keep going probably. Uh, so Alice in Wonderland, Joe. That's Jen's turn. Oh yeah. Jen. Sorry. So for clarification, yes. Alice in Wonderland as in the ride at Disneyland. Right. Yeah. I'm going to go with C. Okay. Joe. I'm going to go, I'm going to go A. It is a B. Oh my gosh, I was going to say B. I was going to say B and I changed <laughs> okay, it. Okay, here we go. I was thinking, I was like, Alice in Wonderland is probably a lot more popular during that time too. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jungle River Cruise. 
We all love this one. I get to go first. You go first. I'm gonna say um I'm gonna say B. B. Jen? I'm gonna go D. It is an E. Oh, what? I know, right? I almost <laughs> said E. <laughs> it is an E, right? That's weird, right? Because it's yeah. so I don't know. Uh okay, so next one is motor boat cruise. Now I'm sorry, I don't have descriptions of these things. Okay. I don't even know what that is, okay. honestly. But who goes? Who I goes think to it's go you. Is it mine? No, no, Jen. No. Is it Jen? Is Jen, it Jen? Jen. Okay, go ahead, Jen. All right, I'm gonna go C. Okay, Joe. Motor, motor. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go B. It is B. Joe gets a point. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> who's bound to happen? Someone's gonna get it right eventually. <laughs> okay, next is King Arthur Carousel. I get uh, to go first. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with C. C, Jen? I'm gonna go B. It is an A. Oh wow. <laughs> it's a carousel. I probably had swords on it, scary. Maybe some dragon things you could sit you know on. The carousel I know. Looks like? Hey, listen, I picked C, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's one you guys love. The people mover. Ooh. Uh oh. Jen goes first. <laughs> Who goes first? Jen does. Yep. I'm gonna go C. Okay, Joe. Uh, I'm gonna go. You went C, Jen. Yep. I I'm, re- I'm gonna go B. It is a D. Oh wow! It is a D <laughs> ticket. Dang it. Uh, Mark Twain steamboat ride or attraction, Joe. I'm gonna go B. Jen. A. It is a D as well. What? What? This is so confusing. <laughs> Do you think they who probably... came up? Who came up with this system? And it changed a little bit too as things went like it changed around once in a while. They probably just put it in a hat, like all these like <laughs> letters, and they just pull them out. Oh, hey, go with it. <laughs> Main Street Cinema, Jin. Oh my gosh, that has to be like an A. Okay. It's a cinema though; it's like a movie. So I'm gonna go with D. You're gonna go with D? Okay, yeah. it's a B. Oh my god, Jin was closer with an A. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Here's one everyone loves: Pirates of the Caribbean. Joe. Oh man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go A. You're going to go A? Yeah. Okay. Jen? E. Yeah, she's right. Yeah, right. it's an E. Dang I, it. I was so confused by you with A. It's animatronics. Yeah, I don't know. It has water. So it wasn't, it's not very intense. I know. I know. It has a all. drop? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, Dumbo flying elephants. Who gets Is to it go my first? turn to go oh, first? Oh, it's uh, Jen. Yeah, because you just went first. Uh, C. Jen? I'm going to go B. It is a C. Oh, Jen. We have a, we have a, we have a, Jen takes Pulling the lead. ahead. All right, Mad Tea Party, Joe. Uh, B. Jen? C. C is correct. Ooh. Sleeping Beauty's Castle. Jen? A. Joe? You can say the same as her. You I don't, don't, I don't want different. to. So yeah. this could have her go first. I'm going to say whatever opposite what she's saying. <laughs> oh, okay. No, 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 no. Uh, she said A? Yeah. So I'm going to go C. It's an A. Oh, gosh. She's pulling away. It's a small it's world. Really, like looking at the castle? It's an A. Yeah, that's why it's the least desirable. It's a walkthrough. It's a walkthrough, yeah. Uh, it's a small world, Joe. Uh, a small world. Uh, I was thinking. World. I was like, if it's less desirable, I don't know. He wants okay, to uh, say. I'm, e. I'm, a, I'm a small. <laughs> Does there a drop in this one before? <laughs> I don't think uh, so. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go B. Jen. C. It's an E. Oh, all those, all those animatronics. Yeah, listen. I was all those animatronics, you man. <laughs> Main Street horse cars. Jen. A. Horse cars? Yeah, I don't know. That's what it's it's titled as. I want to ride some of these rides. Uh, I'm going to say C. It's an A. Did she get that one? Yeah. Skyway, Joe. A. Jen? No, D. It is a D. She's starting to get it. I still don't get it. Swiss Family Treehouse. Jen? No, I think it's Joe. No, no, it is me. A. Joe? B. It is a B. Oh, yeah. He's making a comeback. Next is Country Bear Jamboree. Uh, Jen. E. Joe? That's what I was gonna, I'm going to say A because I was going to say E. It was E. Oh, yeah. Enchanted Tiki Room, Joe. A. Jen. E. It is an E. All those animatronics. I think animatronics do a, do a great service yeah, for maybe. them. Yeah, uh, Omnibus. Jen? Uh, is Jen first? Go ahead, Jen. No, it's Joe, but it doesn't Joe. matter. Joe. You go, Joe. C. Jen? B. It's an A. It's just mm. a bus ride, right? <laughs> I guess, man. <laughs> Here we go. It's an omnibus. Ma- I don't know. Matterhorn. Matterhorn bobsled. Jen. E. E. Yeah, it's an E. And the last one is Fantasyland Theater, Joe. 
A. Jen? B. It's a C. Okay. <laughs> Jen killed me. I'm so kind of confused about the rating system. I want to know what's like the Haunted Mansion. Was that oh. an E? You know what? It probably was because I didn't, I had, two, there was a lot of E's. There was a lot of ease. I didn't. Uh, I didn't want to keep going on and on forever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think that was, it was a fun little game. That was a cool little injury he made though. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. He did it just so he could make the uh, intro. Mm-hmm. Took me a while to figure the name of the game. A little help from Chris. Oh really? He brainstormed one day. Be sure to follow our social media Diz His Sixty Five on Twitter and Instagram. And relatively new, we have a Twitch stream account. Just go to twitch.tv, that's T-W-I-T-C-H TV, and search Diz His. Be sure to follow us so you are notified when we start to stream. We sometimes put up spotlights in old episodes, but the best thing is Joe live streaming classic Disney games like Aladdin and Lion King. Sometimes our friend Remy from Remy's Roundtable will drop by to give us some Disney news. Just follow us and jump in when we are live. Joe loves to chat with fans, so start messaging away. You also never know who may stop by for a hang. That's Diz His on Twitch. Okay, Jen, you want to go first? What did you What did you do in the world of Disney? Uh, WandaVision. That was the big one. Other than that, I, it's kind of funny because I have to, um, there's a couple of things for my daughter who's getting ready to graduate high school. I've had to go through like pictures and stuff like that. I have to pull things for um, senior slideshows and stuff like that. And so it's kind of funny to go back through like old pictures and look at, you know, Disney over the past 17 years because mm-hmm. she's been going since she was a baby, you know? Yeah. So, um, so that's kind of cool. So, I mean, I guess that kind of counts as doing something, uh, in the world of Disney. For sure. So yeah. it's definitely, you definitely see changes in the, in that time. Changes. <laughs> okay. So what did you do, Joe? Me? Well, of course, you know, WandaVision. Yeah. Uh, I just found out this week that Wanda I'm not sure if I mentioned it last time, but she's related to, she's an Olsen, Olsen like she's related to the Olsen twins. Like she's one it of the sisters. It took you this long to yeah. find yeah, that man. out? I'm sorry. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I didn't mention way that. behind. I know. Could you not tell in I the episode tell. last week where she looked like identical uh, yeah. to her sisters? Uh, no. I, right after uh, I found out, I was like, oh, there we go. I had to be told. I I couldn't see it. Yeah, but definitely for sure, and it's kind of cool because she, they're doing like like the you know the whole intro where yeah. to like it's like fam, full house and, right. and her point, yeah. yeah exactly so that was really cool and I think at one point I think in the new one like Fuller House on Netflix they were talking about bringing her in to play like oh, one, yeah. like an Olsen yeah. so um yep that we also we watched Captain Marvel because my son hasn't seen that movie I think he mm-hmm. saw it but he was like really young right. but we actually watched it. We stayed up like on a Friday night or maybe it was like Saturday night. We stayed up to like 1130 watching. It was really cool. Uh-huh. He really liked it. What a great movie. You know, Sam um, Sam Jackson's hilarious in it. Um, so we had a lot of fun watching that. Sam Jackson. Yeah, man. We, we're like on that kind of level. They're on a first name basis. <laughs> yeah. Like Dude, man, I can tell you he's old, right? He's like, he's yeah. getting near 80. Yeah, he's old. And he he was running around. No, he does not look no. old, man. He's in great shape for 75 or however old he is. Um, you know, I did a stream with Remy on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, so check it out on Diz His. You know, check out. We're going to be streaming, you know, at least once a week or a couple times a week. Uh, it'd be cool if you guys can go out there and support us, you know, follow us on Twitch. Uh, we, Remy, um, you know, he, his show, uh, Remy's Roundtable, he's going to have a lot of like stars, like movie stars on his show. Really? Yeah, man. He, he's got Jim Brewer's going to go on his show. Uh huh. And you know, I'm not sure if you know who Jim Brewer is, but he's on. Uh, you don't know who Jim Brewer is? Not by name. Jen, you know who Jim Brewer is? Terrible names. Mm-mm. Terrible with names. He too. was on Saturday Night Live. He was Goat Boy. Goat Boy. A Goat Man okay. or something like that. He was on. And he's been in a bunch of other movies too. If I saw him, I know. Oh, no doubt about it. You would. Uh, and he mentioned some other celebrities that he was going to have on his show. So I'm, nice. I'm kind of ma- cool to maybe who knows we can have some celebrities on our show uh, yeah, come hey, on in. That'd be a lot you, of fun. Uh, can you pass us their information? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so. Just I'd, give us a text message or a phone number so we can uh, text. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I just uh, name drop. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, Joe from the Diz His. <laughs> like, oh yeah, listen to his podcast. Spotlights. It is Spotlight with Samantha. She, oh yeah, How'd she go? was on episode thirty-two, the uh, Great Movie Ride mm-hmm. with us. 
So I did a spotlight with her and it'll kind of see some of her Disney favorites. Mm-hmm. She's a host of Semantics and she's also on Tom and Dan in, uh, in Orlando. Uh, so I did a spotlight with her. It was a lot of fun. We had a great time. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. If you want to check out those spotlights, just go to dizhis.com. Uh, I have a lot of fun doing them. I think I talked about it a couple episodes ago that I'm thinking about just doing the memories of all the spotlights that I've done and kind of putting them together into like one thing. Because it's cool to hear everyone's memory. Or watch on YouTube. What? Watch one on YouTube. Spotlights. Yeah, but you have to watch the whole spotlight. I mean, if you, I mean, of course, watch them on YouTube, you yeah. know. Uh, but if you just want to hear the memory, that's like my favorite part of doing the spotlights is the memories. Because really, that is what keeps us going back to Disney, right? Is those magical memories. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to Disney and not having fun, you're not going to want to go back. But those memories, those are the things that we hold close to our hearts. So I just love hearing those memories. So I was thinking about just doing something special with that eventually, right? Uh, if you like those spotlights, just check us out. Go ahead and like us on YouTube. Just search Diz His. Because uh, it, it would just help us out, and uh, you know, any kind of support that we can get, you know, is uh, is awesome. When, when we really do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, how about you, Alex? What you do in the world of Disney? Not too much. Uh, we have a puzzle we started doing like a while ago, but we haven't got back to it. Um, and then we listen to a lot of Disney music, like always. Uh, watch a couple movies. We did watch the new movie that came out on Disney Plus. Uh, upside down magic i don't know if you saw anything about it when you were on disney plus recently i i saw like the like the cover the picture of, of it yeah yeah it's we watched it it was kind of funny it's entertaining uh and it's a you know a different concept on magic um there is a guy on it that i recognized his name is kyle how kyle howard uh he was from house arrest do you remember that movie house i do arrest? house arrest when is that the one with all the parents are in the basement uh-huh yeah okay. he's he's in that he plays the character grover one of the kids. Oh, okay. And he's in the movie. He plays like the main adult he was who like helps the, him. Uh, you're talking about in the Disney one? Yeah, in the Disney Because one. in House Arrest, he uh-huh. was like the main kid in that movie. I think so, yeah. yeah. I recognized him. He was like the kid, like the house that they were at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I yeah. think so. I recognized him when I saw him. I was like, hey, I recognize that guy. I didn't know why, but now I looked it up and I was like, House Arrest. Okay, I got it. Uh, other <laughs> than that, that I, not too much else. Okay. I forgot something. Oh, I forgot what? a big something. Oh, what? <laughs> Sitting there, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I feel like I did more, but I did. Uh, we went out. We went out to um, the. We went out to. We didn't go to a park. We went. Um, my husband and I, and we had lunch at Geyser Point. Yeah, Geyser Point Bar and Grill, which is the outdoor eating venue at um, Wilderness Lodge. Mm-hmm. So we went over there and we had a lunch and, and a drink and it was very nice. It was a perfect day. Hmm. And they have this like um, beef brisket, like appetizer. It's almost like a, like a really hearty dip. That is amazing. So uh, we went and we did that. And then we were just kind of be bopping around and we went and we, to a couple of different resorts. And cause now something that's pretty cool is you can go to any of the um, resorts and do like DVC previews. Mm-hmm. So um, we went to look at some of the big rooms at some of the different Disney resorts. And that was pretty neat. Which ones? We went to a lot. Um, well, we saw the big uh, three-bedroom, two-story at Saratoga, which we had not been there. Um, we saw the big Grand Villa at uh, the Grand Floridian and at Riviera. And uh, what else? Oh, the big three-bedroom, two-story at Animal Kingdom Lodge at uh, Kidani. So we uh, – oh, and the new one at um, Old Key West, the two-story, the newly refurbished one. Cool. So we went and we looked at a lot of them because we just, you know, kind of wanted to see what options are, you know, bigger rooms down the road kind of thing and stuff like that. And it was just a nice afternoon to go out and do it. And the weather was perfect. So. Awesome. Nice. That uh, – what's, what's the name of the restaurant again? Boulder Ridge? No, no, no. Nope. Geyser Point. Geyser Point. That – I mean, because when you're – it's right outside and it look it does look really nice there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's right by the pool, right? Yeah. It's, um, it's right on the water. What's really neat about it is at night – if you're sitting out there, the uh, water pageant pulls right up to oh, it. Oh, cool. So if you're sitting there and there's some seats that are kind of right on the water, you know, just kind of casual seating. Yep. It's not like dining tables per se. Um, but we have grabbed tables out there before and just kind of sat and the parade literally pulls right up on there. That's cool. How are the prices? Uh, not bad. It was... Um, 
you know, what, 10 to, 10, 10 to $12 for appetizer. Um, we split a sandwich. We split a, we split a bison burger, which was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I think that was like 15. So it's not bad. It's probably really had, big if you split it. I, I had a black cherry Moscow mule, which sounded kind of interesting. Um, and it was pretty good too. So it was just a nice little day out kind of checking the place out doing Disney, but not doing Disney. Right. Awesome. That's awesome. Do you know, uh, it's cool. You're talking about the DVC because I mean, you guys are definitely going to Hawaii, but we're hoping to go with you guys to Hawaii. It looks like it's going to, we're looking kind of optimistic about it, you know, in June, but we're, we're after we had to save all our points for that. Right. So I'm kind of looking forward to going out and trying all these other different DVC resorts here you know next year i think it's gonna be a lot of fun to kind of i was hoping to stay at least once a month at a resort somewhere kind of check them out yeah and it uh it is it seems like they're putting a lot of effort into kind of re like reinvigorating the older ones like looking at the last time i was at okay was with you guys when we all stayed in the big you know the two-bedroom one Mm -hmm. and now it looks completely different it's modernized it's very pretty Mm-hmm. And, it, and you didn't know that some of the updates they do to the contemporary, some of the rooms there, I think they were going to have some like incredible rooms or something like that themed rooms. Yeah, I mean, or... I didn't see anything like that, but um, but I that's a big rumor that's going around for sure. Yep. That's the his on the Matterhorn bobsleds. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHis65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHis. It's harder than ever to find clothes that will stand the test of time. But if you're looking for pieces designed to last, you can't go wrong with American Giant. From hoodies and t-shirts to denim and more, they've got everything you need to build a wardrobe that you'll be proud of for years to come. Shop wardrobe essentials that last a lifetime at American-Giant.com and use LT23 to get 20% off your first order. That's 20% off your first order, American-Giant.com, code LT23.